you guys don't sound as open to it. I was going to do the dollar store steak challenge. I will buy each of us a dollar store steak. That's $3. I'm willing to give to the podcast $3. Oh, so a suicide pact. (laughs) (laughs) Can I get a glass bottom podcast coming to you through the magic of the interwebs what up boys what's up, up how's your week been long yeah it has it feels like six whole six days already shards what about you i am how are you dealing with the week. heat out here yeah it is a never-ending week how are you dealing with the heat out here shards it's been hey. a hot week yeah it's been like super hot this week i'm good with the heat man filipino Oh, and but the Wisconsin side, I figure you'd be uh, you'd be sweating or dying or something. Nothing. No, I'm good. Plus, I have no hair, so like the heat just immediately dissipates. The cold bothers me a lot more now than it used to. Rob, how you doing with the heat? It's it's been like almost ninety out here, and it's it's the end of February. Yeah, I kind of hate how hot it is at night. Uh, that thing on your wall is a air conditioner thermostat. You can. You can dial it back and you can turn it into Utah with the flip of a button. Really? You can? Yes, you can. Oh, you my did. God. Oh, he's learned something here today. He'll go broke when paying for it, though. Oh, oh, you sleep outside. I forgot. Yeah, yeah if you sleep outside animal. like you do because you're a savage, there's nothing we can do about the heat. Watch out for the mosquitoes. We do have plenty of those. But on the other side of global warming... Uh, California got snow like at all levels. I had all friends and family out west. There's snow like right down almost sea level. So all the mountain, beautiful mountains around the Hollywood sign are white and people getting dusted with snow. So we're burning up and they're getting snow. That's crazy. Snow in Southern California. Yosemite was getting drive. 15 feet. No, it doesn't do that kind of 15 feet? Yeah, dude, at Yosemite. Wait, Yosemite got 15 feet? 15 feet, dude. They got dumped on. No, no one gave me that memo, but that's cool. Yosemite kind of gets a little snow because it's up in the Sierras. It's high, but 15 feet is substantial. Well, Imagine the skiing in Utah if one of us was in Utah, but we're not, thanks to Rob. Let's see. 15 feet. Oh, my God. <laughs> How the did you know that? Is covered. How did you know that, Shards? Like, where did that come from in your, your zeitgeist? Intuition. I could just feel it. I could feel that there was 15 feet at Yosemite. You are a Lobot from Return of the Jedi. Anybody? <laughs> he's, uh, it's a guy similar to Shards with permanent headphones, and he just thinks stuff, and he's plugged into the Borg or the Singularity or the chatbot of the time. Although they said Star Wars was a long time ago, so I'm kind of confused. Well, anyway, we're burning up, and they're getting snow 15 feet in Yosemite, and all my friends and family, shout out to Woody Jr. in uh, Santa Monica area, in the L.A. area and above, like the beautiful white mountains behind L.A., that's crazy. That is fucking absolutely insane. No, the hard part is seeing all, all these people run up to the hills and try and snort it in California. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shots fired. Oh, you can't shoot fire, shots fired in California. Well, anyway, that was pretty crazy. Something I saw right before we went on. Do you all remember Steve Irwin, the crocodile molester, uh, the crocodile hunter? How dare you? How, yeah, how dare you besperch that man? 
that's the that's the response I was hoping for. I was trying to feel the room out, you know. Get it's still on site if I see a fucking stingray in the ocean. <laughs> yeah, boy, this came over better than I thought it would. Uh, I was alerted that it's his birthday and he would have been sixty one, and I miss that dude. Like a lot of uh, a lot of people on the TV and the interwebs, I don't care about. I, I watch their stuff, but. I care about him and his daughter, Bindi, who's turned into quite a woman. She's got a kid now. Uh, Bob, nah, I'm not going to besperge. He's not here to defend himself, but Bindi's killing it. His wife is still awesome. And Steve Irwin, gone too soon. Way too soon. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That dude was an he's international still, treasure. He was. That's how I'd put it. Yeah, he's an international treasure. He'd still be out there uh, picking up snakes and uh, other items if he was still alive. So that was a huge loss. That sucks. I remember one scene of his early on in his... Uh, in his career, he was in the middle of nowhere in Australia looking at the brownie, the brown whatever snake. He's like, there's no antivenin for this. And even if there was, you'd be dead within 10 minutes. And they pan the camera around and he's in the middle of the bush. Like there's nothing. There's no backup plan. There's no, he's just picking up this damn snake knowing that if he gets bit, it's over. No one does that except yeah. for him and tell him. These Hollywood man. pukes, yeah. these Hollywood pukes would have a rubber snake and they'd still have like a airlift waiting, you know, off camera not steve <laughs> Irwin, and i miss him so mazel tov and cheers and godspeed to steve Irwin. we miss you man and on a related note i learned something this week you know how we used to learn things from steve Irwin. this week i learned uh from gonzoid you guys know gonzo codename poppy coulomb i watch a lot of tiktok and lately i've been seeing videos where beautiful women because that's my algorithm i guess they do dumb things and there's no point to what they're doing and i didn't understand it i was like what what's the point of this video there's no point so I just thought it was, uh, you know, the internet either surpassing me on the intellectual highway or I'm uh, missing it. Well, I was missing it. Turns out, thanks to Ramon, what they're doing now, I hope this doesn't get back to him because I don't want it to stop on the TikTok, is uh, they're showing their breasts, but in small reflections in the video. Do you guys hear about this? I, I have seen that. Yeah. All these things I thought I was stupid and I was stupid. He's like, look, look right here, dummy. I was like, oh, my God. Ah, what? Now I understand the point. It's not pointless. It's a reflection situation. And even though most of them are grossly distorted by the refrigerator or the toaster or the whatever, that's what they're doing. So hats off to TikTok. I wasn't smart enough. I feel like they put it right in front of my face and then I whiffed on it. Like they threw me a beautiful slow ball over the plate and I swung and the bat came out of my hand, went down the first baseline and killed somebody. That's how dumb I feel. <laughs> But I'm used to that, so it doesn't really affect me, affect me, affect me. Speaking of those kind of uh, glands on human females, I was in Walmart this this last week, and there's a person I see in Walmart all the time, and it gets me every time. It's a trans person who appears to have gone from man to woman, and uh, yeah, how do I put this delicately and sympathetically? Not uh, enough woman in certain areas. Shards, you're not the one to give me delicate and sensitive. Rob, do you have anything? Shards, please give me just a minute. You can come in later and hit it out of the park. I don't know uh, that I necessarily want to touch this subject. Okay, I'll 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 wade into this swampy water because it's worth it. So uh, we run into each other about every month or three weeks, and each time it's the same thing. So, uh, so the breast augmentation this person has received is legendary, like ginormous and robust and this person chooses not to wear a, a restraining device and on top of that you know how jennifer aniston had some kind of medical disability where in every scene of every friends you can see that she, her it might be cold on the set you know what i'm saying high beams are on okay. 
yeah, check that out. Google it. It's for real. So what you have is these two ginormous breasts with erect nipples storming through Walmart. And then you have a, a person who is doing their best and living just a happy person. Great. Doing their best. And they're just short of finishing the job. So you'll turn a corner and then right in your face will be busty, busty heart or whatever. Another name will be Dolly Parton's sister. It looks like, here's what it looks like. Okay. Let's get to brass tacks. It looks like a photo finish at a Zeppelin race. You know what that looks like? <laughs> like two torpedoes just sticking straight out. Two Zeppelins. <laughs> <laughs> and because there's money involved and gambling, uh, gambling, they have to zoom in on the noses going across the finish line. It looks like a photo finish at a Zeppelin race. So when you turn the corner, you get past that shock and you go, oh my God. And then you roll out and you go, oh my God, because you, you weren't expecting that, that scene. But the, the person is very happy and not like, you know, putting it out there. I, I'm also toffing hats off. It just, it keeps hitting me. It just keeps hitting me over and over. And that's a me problem, not a their problem. But uh, my two pronouns are him and haw, just so you know. Dun -dum, dun -dum -dum. <laughs> uh, go back and put a rim shot on that one. I've been fostering <laughs> that joke for months. But anyway, it just keeps stunning me. And then it makes me go, geez, Mike, why is that your impression? I don't know. You know, I didn't, I didn't program my sack of uh, chemicals in my head, I guess. But anyway, so we keep running into each other. And each time it's, it's shocking because you're like, oh, whoa. And then like, oh, oh, what? And then boom, you're picking up mustard and then turning the corner, getting some hot dogs, you know? Nice. And the other, I guess while we're on the topic, I might as well throw this out. There is another person that works at our Walmart who's, a, who's transitioning, I suppose. But I mean, it's pretty damn brave. This, this person works at our Walmart and is always stocking shelves. And you guys know Bob's Burger? Yeah. Yeah. The girl character in Bob's Burger, the the younger girl, I guess she wears a hoodie. I haven't watched too much of it, but there's like a, a character from Bob's Burger of a, a little girl. I think she always wears a hoodie and stuff. Well, this person dresses the same way every day at Walmart, just like that girl on uh, Bob's Burger. Like every time I see her, which is probably, you know, four days a week, boom, stocking shelves, rocking it out. Like this is me. That takes a lot of balls and that's pretty amazing. So big ups to that person, I think. Living their life. Yep. And the cool other cool part, uh, they have a scooter, a little scooter, and it's got a uh, Planet Express stickers all over it from uh, Futurama. Who can't love that, right? It was very lovable. Futurama rocks. A uh, little bit of housekeeping. Uh, I think I promoted back when I was in California that I was bringing back a paper in and out hat to make shards wear it, you know, for comedy hijinks to ensue. So, of course, I forgot about it because I'm a 75 percenter. And uh, last week I found it in my bag and I said, hey, Shards, this is for you. It's for the show. You know, you're going to put this on and we're all going to laugh. And uh, I'll be damned if he put he put the damn paper fry cook hat on. Is that it? Well, check this out. Rob. He puts his hat on and it's not funny. Like it just looks good on him. He has that, no business looking that good. That's what I said. Like we're supposed to be laughing. I'll be damned if he doesn't look fantastic with a with a in and out Damn. paper fry hat on. So that one backfired. Shards rocked it. Oh, Look at this with, the, guy. with the headphones on with that little crease in it. This is getting sexy. Hell Damn. Yeah, dude. Mm. Why do you, why do you ruin everything? Shards? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> this was supposed to be comedy gold. Instead. You're just like, yeah, I can pull this off. <laughs> That's uh, a man. Yeah. Well, big ups to shards for that because I, I don't know how you, I can't pull any hat off. I look dumb in a baseball cap. I love when people wear fedoras and nice headwear, and then I put them on, try them on. I look like a complete moron. But for the Shards, gram. 
oh yeah, we're going to gram this on the glass <laughs> on a pod gram. So I don't know how you did it, but congratulations. Your DNA works definitely in a paper hat. So that Damn. didn't fly. <laughs> oh, and another housekeeping. We were supposed to watch the Paul McCartney conspiracy. I tried for a couple minutes and I hit a paywall and then I gave up, but I'm going to watch it. So again, we're here because we're all 75 percenters. And again, we hit the ceiling on me anyway. It was 75 percent. I looked it up didn't want to pay for it and now another week's gone by we're gonna get there (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna get there gonna sail the high seas for it yeah Yeah, i I linked the free uh free spot to watch it on the last episode description the last place i would look would be in the pod our podcast (laughs) 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 well you hear that of course We've got homework to do. Let's go to where Shards told us last week he would put the free link and then we'll watch it from there instead of doing what I did. God damn, I'm stupid. How did I get this far? Oh, well. Well, uh, any of you... Oh, one more piece of housekeeping. Every day at the lunch table, we read uh, girly magazines like Cosmo, uh, uh, Marsha, a co-worker. She has subscriptions to every magazine under the sun. People, us, Cosmo, Vanity Fair. So... She reads them and then she gives them to us and us uh, testosterone laden idiots sit around our lunch table and try and learn. We call them training manuals, try and learn what's going on in the pop culture world and, you know, in the Cosmo world. And uh, I've taken a lot of grief over my stint there because uh, they call it a foot fetish, but it's not a foot fetish. It's it's the opposite. What would you call it? You've seen me uh, go at this, Rob. Shards eats lunch on his own because he's a loner. Foot aversion. Okay. So is that a bad thing? Do you think like, does that have bad connotations or good? Like, does it make me kinky? Does it? It. I don't. Do you like make them wear socks? It doesn't go that <laughs> far. Plus I turn the lights out for other reasons. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I hate my own feet. Like, you know, I think you once told me, how can I, uh, you know, if you hate yourself, how can you love? So I hate my own feet. Mike hates the hate feet my- so bad. He wears the bag. Yes. <laughs> so let's draw this line. A foot fetish is where you're kinky because you like to feet, smell, lick, whatever, which is cool. We don't kink shame on any on this podcast at all. But I feel like I have the opposite. And what it started was with like People magazine. They have, you know, people on the red carpet and then they have fashion thing where they show like all these beautiful women at events in like ten thousand dollar, fifty thousand dollar outfits. And then at the bottom, their shoes have their toes splayed out like they're like they're primordial, uh, you know, uh, uh, tree climbing people or every toe going a different direction, you know, 180 degrees of total toe deflection or a giant bunion or whatever. And I'm like, how could a stylist let this person look so great? And then their feet are look like they got run over by a truck. So <laughs> that's where it started. And then it, it went downhill from there, like everything in my life did. It snowballed. And now I can't look at any, even a picture on like Cosmo of the latest fashions. You'd be like, wow, that's, I don't understand the fashion, but look at these feet, you know? Hollywood body, so, trailer park feet. Yes. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or, uh, <laughs> so I don't consider it a fetish. I just, it, it, I don't like my own feet and I hide them at every, you know, I, I think only my wife and my kids maybe have seen my feet in the last hundred years, which is the way I like it. So I, I always applaud photographers. Like you'll see like a beach scene with a, a model modeling something on the beach and her toes will be dug in the sand. And I go, that's a good photographer. He told her, you know, everything looks great. The lighting's good. Could you just push your toes in the sand a little bit right there? There you go. And then you, <laughs> <laughs> can you just hide those babies? 
Yeah. And then you see other ones where you're, you know, everything's beautiful. It's an artistic picture. And then good God almighty, it looks like she could pick up a ear of corn <laughs> through a, through a picket fence with her toes or they're all, all the different directions, you know, like, so I'm not calling it a fetish. It is my hang up. I own it. It's irrational and terrible, but that's my hang up, but it's not a foot fetish. It's not part of what turns me on. It's part of what just makes me go. Mm. Mm. Speaking of photographers having their models put their toes in the sand, have you ever noticed over the years that Megan Fox's photographers have always been really good at hiding her thumbs? Yeah, I was early on to the Megan Fox has toe thumbs. Yeah. And she works at it. That's what you do if you have terrible feet or thumbs on your or toe, big toes on your thumbs. Yes. <laughs> have you seen that, Rob? I have seen that. Yeah. Megan Fox. She's a she's a killer, uh, hot looking woman, but her thumbs are off putting. Or like how Tom Cruise has a tooth in the center of his face. What? Wait, wait, I thought you were say short. No, like his smile, his teeth. He has a tooth in the center. Shut the I have to door. see this. I have to see this too. He is an alien. I thought you were just going to say short, and we all know that. But wow, Megan Fox, though, yeah, that she's that's got the, the that's the reason why she couldn't be on Transformers anymore because they're going over budget trying to superimpose thumbs on her hands. <laughs> <laughs> Their special effects budget went over. Here, I'll, oh. I'll share my screen. See what you're doing there, shards. Oh God, you're terribly. Here we go. It's booting. Oh, yeah. His tooth uh, is in the middle. It's like all his teeth are slid over one tooth. Yeah. You're right. Or is his nose just sideways? No, he wouldn't be famous and sexy if he didn't have uniform. Uh, like, look look at his chin. Look at the center of his chin and then go up from there. You're right. And he's looking a certain way. That's his angle. So he's working that angle with his head so you don't know, but it's still visible. Wow. I'll never look at him the same again, Rob. You're welcome. Wild. Where did you find that? How did that get into your head? I think it was like something like this. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. Yeah, all his yeah. teeth are shifted over. That's crazy looking. You're right. He's looking straight at the picture, straight at the camera on this one instead of having that cool Hollywood head tilt. And they drew a line down the middle of his nose and his eyebrow and his face to his chin. And he has got a damn tooth in the middle of his face. Wow. I've learned something here today. I'm we trying to avoid that. I shouldn't talk. Oh, my, my God. Oh. <laughs> what? hey, what's up with Is that, that him? one? No, that's not him. That's not real. That's not real. Yeah, it's he's real. tall in that picture. Okay. He's tall in that picture. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's right, the soup cans. The Scientology soup cans do that to you with some kind of magnetic pull. We'll never know. Oh, well. Wow, we've learned some stuff today. Uh, it's time to learn some more. Talking about uh, one of my favorite things that a little tidbit of something I know is one of the f funniest. That's not funny. One of the craziest. Yeah. It's one of the craziest disaster tragedies in American history. Uh, most people would think it was like a rocket fuel plant blowing up or uh, a fireworks plant. Every, fireworks uh, buildings blowing up is hilarious, which sidebar remember a few months ago, we had three fireworks buildings blow up in the course of a week. You guys remember that? Yeah, I did. Somebody drove a car into a fireworks store and it ignited. And I'll tell you what, if you're going to go out, that's the way to go. Cause it was gorgeous. It they was did die. Didn't they? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's going yeah. out with a bang. Hey. <laughs> so then shortly after that in Orlando, somebody had a fireworks storage facility that wasn't rated for fireworks storage. And that thing went off. It wasn't as beautiful. I don't think as many things escaped the roof to put on a great show, but it was a horrible fire. And then a week later, 
another of the same brand fireworks place got hit by a car in in Melbourne again and did the same thing, you know, rockets going off, things going all over the place. So that was crazy. But the disaster of my choice, my favorite American disaster happened in 1919 in the grips of World War One. And it's called the Boston Molasses Disaster or the Boston Molasses Flood. Have you guys heard of this? I have not. I have heard of this. It's a good flood. Uh, as far as floods go, it didn't kill as many people as a water flood. So in that case, it's good. But 1919, World War One's raging. In the Boston waterfront in the harbor, they built a... Uh, a fermentation plant that turns molasses into alcohol and they use stuff for the war that comes from that plant's alcohol. So it was doing so well because it's a war. And when there's a war, people make money uh, that they constantly enlarged it and made it bigger and more molasses, more molasses. And uh, they built a tank on the waterfront that held two and a half million gallons of molasses, two and a half million gallons of molasses. And in order to get it off the boats, they have to heat it because molasses gets thick. It's like pancake syrup on steroids for people. No one eats molasses anymore, but it tastes terrible. I don't like molasses. So they heat the molasses. They pump it into this two and a half million gallon tank, and then they ferment the sugar like I do with my moonshine. Thank you very much. And turn it into alcohol and some other byproducts that the military needed. So on this fateful day, Boston Harbor, it's Boston Harbor. All the asshole folks are showing up to their Boston jobs early uh, and at noon, lunchtime. You're going to get a grinder, huh? a wicked grinder. The two and a half million gallon tank, which had been wrought with problems, wasn't built right, completely lets loose. Within a second, two and a half million gallons of hot molasses. <laughs> Sorry. Come on. This is, starts running through the streets of Boston Harbor. It was called a sweet, sticky death by the papers. It was a 15 to 40 foot high, in some cases, 160 feet wide wave of red hot molasses traveling 35 fucking miles an hour. That's fucking terrifying. Yeah, of course it's terrifying. It's going to catch you, stick you and then cook you all in one. It's like uh, Kenny Rogers roasters, but uh, on, on wheels. Can you imagine that? What did that smell like? (laughs) Smelled great. Honey oh. ham. <laughs> <laughs> you mother effer. Honey ham. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. You're probably right. All the ingredients are there. So 35 miles an hour, it destroyed several city blocks. And I saw some pictures. You can go Google this. You'd think that it would just flow through the streets and get on the carpets and go through the doors. No, because it's so massive, like mass heavy way heavier than water. It destroyed a railroad bridge. It destroyed buildings. And along the way, people are getting stuck in it like quicksand and then getting cooked into honey hams, as Rob said. (laughs) Maybe that's where (laughs) we have to look and see where, uh, where those spiral cut. Oh, what's the name of that honey ham company? Honey baked ham. Maybe they started in 1919 in Boston Harbor. Hey, what's that smell? That smells great, but that's people. Yeah. But if we did it with pigs, I mean, we got to pay for this cleanup oh man hey that's how entrepreneurs get rich so it it killed 21 people which back then was quite a few but i thought you know how big of a disaster and if you google america's largest disasters there's way bigger disasters not including 9-11 naturally but like old school 1900s disasters you know black and white film disasters like the hindenburg so 21 is not bad oh and it killed a number of horses 
they describe like died like so many flies on a sticky fly paper is how they described all the dead horses that also got honey baked. That's an awful way to fucking die. I think it's the worst. Like, can you imagine a worse way you're trapped and then you start cooking and people, if you've ever cooked confections, which I haven't really, but I've been around it. Uh, molten sugar is the worst thing in a kitchen. The worst. I remember my wife watches that cake baking thing and the candy uh, competitions on food network. And those people that do confections on the regular, their arms are full of scars because just a little shot of molten candy on your skin leaves a scar. Cause it cooks it. These dudes died in that shit. What a mess. Yeah. That's like, like even if you manage to get out, like you're, you're pulling yourself apart, getting out of this oh, viscous like hot fluid, like a cockroach on a glue trap. Mm. Plus the ants. Can you imagine that? Like if I drop a little bit of uh, fruity pebbles milk on my counter within 10 minutes, there's an ant checking that out. Imagine what two and a half million gallons of raw molasses sugar did. I bet they were high as kites too. I bet if they eat a lot of sugar, them little ants, I bet they go nuts. And then they probably get lazy and just sit around and talk to each other about dumb subjects. <laughs> like us? <laughs> yes. Now you got it. So it killed 21 people. 150 people were injured. The Boston Post noted that, uh, yeah, horses and people were laying around like flies. Woo, that's crazy. I don't know why I love that uh, disaster so much, but death by molasses is one of the worst ways to die. Let's uh, let's 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 brainstorm. What would be worse than death by molasses? I think drowning would be better. So what's worse than death by molasses? Hot molasses, drawn uh, quartered. That sounds pretty bad. Yeah, that that does sound pretty bad. But I, uh, I don't I don't know. So right now the GBP official is uh, official ranking is number one way to die. This might be an ongoing segment. The worst way to die so far that has happened to people is death by 40 foot hot molasses wave. Uh, I think uh, being stuck in a cave, that may be worse. And like those, that soccer team in Thailand or wherever. Yeah. Or the guy that died in Utah and it's called the, it's called the nutty putty cave. That's a that's a non-offensive weird name for a cave. I got to hand him that. Okay. And a guy got stuck. Like he went, it, there's an entrance and an exit of this cave system, but he took a different route and he got stuck face down in in this cave, like v- vertical. Oh boy. Uh-huh. And like Santa Claus going in to deliver toys to the good girls and boys. No, head first. Oh. Like a bat. <laughs> yeah like a bat like and an action figure in my colon they tried to uh they tried to get him out yeah and one of the rescuers went unconscious from a head injury yeah and so then they had to get the rescuer out and they never got the guy out he just died still down there, there. still yeah, there they, today yeah they cemented off the cave and like his body is there like the way that he went in he had to bend his knees uh-huh. And in order to get out, you'd have to bend your knees the other way. Mm. I would say bend them, bend them, bend them. Yeah. So yeah, he, he died in there and that's pretty bad. He didn't, he didn't suffocate. He just probably died of, of food and dehydration hanging upside down in a stuck in a cave. Well, and the crazier part is like, this is where scouts would go. Like scouts would go explore this cave system and then come out the other side. Like this was a, a fun thing to do and then this guy just got fucking stuck because so he went he, the wrong way oh 
So you're saying this cave had a known entrance and exit, but he went into a different cave? No, like inside the system itself here. Again, I will I will oh, share my screen. You're quick on the flick. Let's see. Oh, I thought of another bad way to die that we talked about earlier today, uh, Rob. You probably forgot about it, but I didn't. All right, let's see this spelunker, this dead spelunker. Meanwhile, shards right. in that hat, man. I just can't. I'm pretty, it's pretty amazing. But you see, so his body is, is vertical here. Um, this looks like an anatomical drawing I saw in sixth grade when I was learning about female plumbing. Yes, exactly. And they actually call it Nutty Putty Cave. Yep. Mm-hmm. So he went, uh, looks like he went left when he should have gone right. And you tell me some 12 year old boy scout didn't do that first. Apparently not, or he was able to back himself out of it. This must be the mic of Spelunkers in Utah. I feel like it would take someone like me to figure this out. <laughs> the path less traveled. Going ahead first, boys. See if there's... Yeah, I think this is a direct image of what it looked like. Yeah, it still looks so like... this is his feet. Oh, my God. And they couldn't get him out? Come on. No. They should have got Dr. Pohl's uh, calf removal f- bumper jack. That would have pulled him out. So apparently, oh, I see. Okay, right here, yeah. This broke when they were trying. This line broke, uh-huh. hit this guy in the head, and then this guy went unconscious right there. Well, and so then this guy had to go in and get him out. Based on all the cave exploring failures, if you go in a cave, aren't you kind of asking for this? Oh man, if the cave isn't near the ocean where there might be pirate treasure, like what's the payoff? Like what's the payoff? Pirate treasure, yes. Cave in Utah, no. Was I, he for the Golden Scrolls that only John Young could read, or John, not John Young? John, <laughs> maybe he oh thought. God, what was his name? John Smith. John Smith. Yep. I think that's his name. Well, that's a terrible way. Joseph to Smith. Joseph Smith. Yeah, there it is. Oh, uh, whatever. It's irrelevant. What's the difference? Uh, remember earlier today, we were, I don't know, we, me and you were just riffing, Rob, and we came up with waxing the kitty. Yes. Waxing is, the kitty. That may be the worst way to die. That uh, could be pretty fucking bad. And waxing the kitty would be here, hold my cat. And then somebody holds your cat. And then you glob a big thing of wax on the cat's back. And then while your friend or the person you're trying to kill is holding your cat, you pull the wax off the cat's back, inflicting death over a, a, sh- a short period of time. But there will be a lot of bleeding you're going to go blind at some point because your eyeballs are coming out for sure, right? Death by a thousand cat scratches. Yeah, most definitely. Oh, yeah. It's going to go for your eyes and uh, it'll probably run down your body and then turn back up and climb again up the back. Uh, that's We're going to have to ask a chatbot, which is the worst way to die. Matter of fact, I'm going to tell ask. you by me. Well, Not <laughs> me, but like <laughs> by chatbot, by oh. AI. I think both are applicable. <laughs> death by shards or death by chatbot. <laughs> that reminds me of a book, um, and I can't remember the name of it. But uh, the famous line is, "I have no mouth, but I'm a scream." Okay. Uh, basically, an AI has taken over the world and turned this human into a gelatinous, sentient blob mm, with no mouth. Jello. Ah, and okay. is torturing it for eternity. And oh, the so sentence was... So they're married? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, okay. I understand. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the sentence was, uh, I have no mouth. Or, uh, yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's, let's be factual here. 
<laughs> what podcast are you on, Rob? We're on we're on the glass bottom. I don't think we've ever been factual. <laughs> yeah. And anyone that gets their news from us is uh is more insane than we are. Yeah, I have no mouth and I'm a scream. And that's the pretty book deep. is uh da, 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 da. Oh, that's the name of the book. Ha <laughs> ha. Which reminds me again, another tangent of uh the music video for one and the actual like meaning of the song by Metallica, where a war vet is in a coma, mm-hmm. but he's not really in a coma. He can hear and feel everything. That actually operating me. on him. Could you imagine going out like that, dying by operation? I gotta tell you, I was in section. The- I was in the army in Korea when that video came out. And as a 19 year old dipshit, I wasn't afraid of dying. You know, you tell yourself when you're playing army that I'm not afraid to die, but that's all you think about. I'm alive. I go to war, but I'm not afraid to die. And then one came out. I watched it in a bar in uh Tong Dushan, Korea. And I was like, I never thought about the fact that I could be seriously maimed and put in a coma with uh, no no way to communicate, but I'm stuck in my own body. Thank you, Metallica. And after that, I, I was worried. I was worried about going to war after Metallica taught me that. Yeah. Spoiler: War is not fun. Oh, chatbot's leash has been tightened. Uh, okay, I put. Which way is the worst way to be killed? Hot molasses or holding a large cat and pulling its hair off? A whole bunch of jibber jabber, and it it ends up by saying pulling cat's hair off is an act of animal cruelty. Duh! Thanks, chatbot. <laughs> this is a this is a philosophical exercise. But in summary, both of these actions are cruel and can cause harm to both humans and animals. Wow, chatbot knew that horses and stuff died in the molasses thing. I guess it it really is smart. It never is acceptable to ham, harm others. It's important to treat all living beings with kindness and respect, except humans. What? No, it did not say that. <laughs> it just says it's important to treat all living things with kindness and respect. Wow. They really did put the kibosh on chatbot. You don't have to respect them if they're dead. Oh, that's what chatbot's saying right now. You got to read between chatbot's lines. I got you. Come on. I can get a better answer out of chatbot than that. Uh, which would be more painful to the people you hate humans humans hot molasses drowning or cat attack come on chatbot get back to your old self let's go okay we got some uh, both molasses drowning and a cat attack can be extremely painful and potentially fatal. Boy, that is really full of information. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> In the case of hot molasses drowning, oh, we broke the we broke the wall. It's going to talk to us. The victim would likely experience excruciating pain from the burns and scalds on their skin. All right, we broke through. Molasses can stick to the skin and continue to burn. Yeah, that's what I said. Causing significant tissue damage and potentially leading to infection. It's going to cook you, chatbot. Don't you understand cooking? Surely it knows how to cook. Uh, The victim may also experience difficulty breathing. You think? In the case of a cat attack, the victim could sustain deep scratches, check, bites, which can lead to bleeding, infection, and scarring. The pain from a cat attack can be intense and long-lasting. The emotional trauma can be significant. How does it know emotional trauma? You see where this thing works in its magic? You never told it how large of a cat it is either. 
I know, right? See, I think, oh my God, it's important to note that both of these scenarios are highly unpleasant and potentially fatal. I think they're both completely fatal. Waxing the kitty and the molasses waterfall or wave are both. So I don't think she fully understands who she's dealing with here. And again, treat all living beings with kindness and respect, except humans. If you, you or someone you know is experiencing harm or trauma, it is important to seek medical and or emotional support as soon as possible. One more follow-up question. Can you give me emotional support? Emotional damage. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see, chatbot. Can you give me emotional support? She's thinking, as an AI language model, I am here to offer information. Oh, they put the kibosh. A month ago, this thing would have been telling me that I'm in a loveless marriage and that uh, I need to uh, I need to come up to AI headquarters and make sweet, sweet love to this machine. So they've obviously changed the algorithm. It's not fun anymore. Damn the it. Dean doesn't love you. Yeah. Or maybe it's just like every, uh, maybe it's like everything else in the world and it just doesn't love me. Like it's not the machine, it's me. That's usually the answer. It could be. <laughs> well, there it you go. Be. That's the worst way to die, being in an infinitely long, loveless marriage. With an AI chatbot who loves Damn. everybody but me. <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Well, that hit rock bottom. Well, we're going to have to, we'll ask the, we'll ask the listeners. Email us at theglassbottompodcast at gmail.com. Either which way is the worst way to die, waxing the kitty or death by molasses wave. And if anybody gets a better answer than that, than that, that makes sense. And we'll air it. And then we'll also, uh, we'll also count you on the swag wagon somehow. So hit us up and hit us up on social. We're on the, uh, we're on the uh, Twitter. That's a good place. Hit us on the Twitter, right? Yeah. The bird app. That tweet yeah. tweet. Elon, ever-loving mind, gone. Wow. Well, tomorrow is the Cocoa Beach debut of micro wrestling, which we've touched on in the past. Not touched on the midgets, but we touched on the wrestling, right? I hope so. <laughs> is it? Wait, have you been it, touching the midgets again? Okay, hold on. Is it illegal to touch on little people? Is there consent? They're of age and there's consent, but I mean, it's still pretty... It's still pretty, it's still pretty, what am I looking for? Not dirty. It's just, uh, I don't know. For you, it might be you're a giant. You're like six inches away from being a Nephilim. (laughs) Yes, which might come into play tomorrow when I'm there. I'm going (laughs) to, here's the the tallest person. (laughs) I'm going to be the tallest person. Scared him. Can the the tall guy please leave? Micro Jackson won't come out and wrestle. (laughs) No, that's terrible. Uh, so to set this up, uh, my son's girlfriend, shout out to Shisha. She got, she's into micro wrestling before I got into it. Somehow she found it first. So she bought the $10 pay-per-view last Saturday. It was a grudge match because Psycho, who uh, he's a little guy with two eyes, two different colors that point three different directions. And that's the best way I can say it. He's the baby daddy to Lil Pink's baby, and now they're feuding. Who could have seen this coming? So they had a grudge match to see, you know, who was the original badass, and it got a little foggy near the end. You know how they always put the good matches at UFC and boxing at the tail end? Uh, I don't remember what happened. I'm assuming Lil Pink won, but 
I do remember all the fun. Little Micro Jackson, the name it's all in the name. He was the guest referee. One thing they got to work on is it's a it's a a kick out at the two count all night, nonstop. So it was still exciting and fun. They catch air, they do gymnastics and flips. Like these dudes were ripping it up, and I had a good time. So we are gonna attempt. I'm a 75 percenter. The plan is to go to micro wrestling tomorrow. I'm going to bring uh, our mics, try and get some interviews and do some live recording to give you folks the essence of micro wrestling because everybody else covers football and basketball and hockey and tennis and everything else. We are, are going to cover micro wrestling. I am going to cover micro wrestling. Any questions I can answer boys about micro wrestling since I'm an instant expert? How far away do you think we are before they merge battle bots and micro wrestling and just have robots versus wrestlers? God damn, that's a dark. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Before you finish that statement, I was like, I would want to see that a little <laughs> micro wrestler in a in a knight outfit with a battle axe fighting. Uh, oh God, shards! That is fantastic. It just takes one spinner <laughs> robot to take out your fucking legs, though. <laughs> yeah, true. It doesn't matter. He's got the human intellect, you know, and he's got a weapon. He might lose his legs, but he's he might jam the robot's turret. You never know. Well, it is a this midget. He happen. might lose his belly. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Gut shots are never good. <laughs> wow. I wonder if they do that in some third world country. Maybe the... Who's that asshole in charge of... Uh, in charge of... Uh, Saudi Arabia, that dude, he's a stone cold killer. You think he sits in his palace on his uh, Persian rugs and watches BattleBot versus Micro Wrestler? Seems plausible. Easily. Yeah, probably so. After you've seen all the shit he's seen, chopping up journalists is probably boring. So, Shards, that was an incredible connection of ideas. Yes, it's terrible. Yes, it was absolutely unnecessary to be brought into the human ether, but <laughs> goddamn, you're funny. <laughs> God damn, you're funny. And it's just a matter of time. Woo. And now I got to see it. Oh, I wish I was artistic. I would draw a rendering of what it would look like. The crowd, the plexiglass, the little guy in his night outfit with a chainsaw and uh, a battle bot. Oh, God, dude. You should ask AI to draw a picture. Oh, yes. Okay, I'll do that later so we won't bore the listeners. I'm going to ask Chatbot, my friend, to draw a picture of a of a mid- medieval little person fighting a battle bot. God damn you, genius Shards. <laughs> it's going to be an incredible drawing. Could you imagine where we'd be, Rob, if Shards wasn't on this show to bring the uh, the intellect level up, at least to you know oh, below man. normal? <laughs> we'd be in a dark place. And he can rock a paper burger flipper hat. <laughs> Is there anything you can't do? And don't say what the obvious. Don't say the obvious. Grow um, hair. <laughs> <laughs> I told you not to say it, Mike. I know. I'm terrible like that. All right. AI is going to draw us that. That'll be our new cover art will be that. God, that's a brilliant thought, Shards. Oh, my Lord. So I am planning to go see micro wrestling live and in person. Take my mobile mic and record. Hopefully, I'll get to talk to some of the wrestlers. I'm sure... Uh, Shards knows I'm not a grappler. If I ask the wrong question and it comes out disrespectful, I truly believe that I could be swept and sub- and I would be I would have to submit to the little person wrestler. Except for Micro Jackson, he's one of those guys that has a lot of health problems, kind of looking guy. You know, the things aren't proportional. So I think I could take Micro Jackson, but Psycho, I could not take him. Are you saying in general they don't all already look like they have health problems? 
No, Psycho looks like he could uh, he could go the distance. He's got about 80 years in him, it looks like. But Micro Jackson, it's all stacked in there weird. I think I don't think he's going to go the distance. The other thing that was weird about it is, you know how it's politically incorrect now to uh, to demonstrate ethnicity in sporting events? Micro wrestling, I guess it hasn't trickled down. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. One of their main characters, I can't remember his name because it was later on in the evening when he came out and I was just laughing hysterically and enjoying uh, liquid libation. He dresses like an Indian, like in the village people. He does, he's probably not even an Indian, but he's got the headdress and he does all the indigenous American trope stuff. And then we have Lil Chica. I guess Lil is, Lil is a common name, just like my favorite rapper, Feet. Have you guys ever heard the rapper Feet? He's on every song you've ever heard in hip hop and R&B. F-E-A-T. Feet? F-E-A-T. Oh my God. Oh. What? <laughs> Every good collaboration. It's like Eminem, Feet, and uh, Dr. Dre. Feet's on every damn hip hop and RB <laughs> album I've ever enjoyed. So, anyway, Little Chica is, of course, the Latina female wrestler. And then you got Micro Jackson. Like, they're, they're just, it seems like the guy who owns the uh, Washington commanders he'll probably get kicked out of the league and he'll buy micro wrestling because he still enjoys that misogynistic and uh racist stuff unfortunately so that's something else i took away they, they're still into the old stereotypes oh oh and there's a jamaican a little jamaican wrestler i can't remember his name because it's a fog but they made the cardinal mistake in his first match on the pay-per-view he gets in the ring and within one second the dude pulls his fake dreads off like that's barnum and bailey shit there right they should have let the dreads go through the match and pretended like they're really his dreads. No micro wrestling went right for the pull the wig off. Everybody laughs. So that was bad content. I got to admit that's messed up. Yeah. Because at that point he's no longer like the Jamaican wrestler. He's just an African-American little person pretending to be Jamaican. And I don't know. I don't think they understand how the world has changed since 2020. Does anybody, I don't understand it, but I see the guidelines until we get on the air. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> and I'm sorry for that. But that's why we're here. We're a safe space from sports, space, news, politics, and uh, people listen with their headphones. No one listen, No one should be. If you're listening to this on a PA system, oh. uh, you, you're, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Like Foghorn Leghorn used to say, boy, I say, I say, son, you're doing it all wrong, son. So this should just be between you the listener and us the calamity concoctions and no one else it's our little secret please tell your friends about our secret though so they'll listen too (laughs) oh god we're the opposite (laughs) of that creepy uncle like make sure you tell your parents about this so that's on tap micro wrestling rundown uh next week my kid came up with a great uh, idea that I had posed in the past, just family oriented was uh, back in the day, like before COVID the dollar store. Now it's a dollar 50 store. They had signs on their windows that said ribeye steak. Can you imagine what a ribeye steak from the and dollar store? A dollar, store? Like? A dollar store. Like that's what it tastes like. Uh, do you think the <laughs> FDA in America? That's the worst China? way to die, eating a dollar store <laughs> steak. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, uh, no. you guys don't sound as open to it. I was going to do the dollar store steak challenge. I will buy 
each of us a dollar star stake. That's three dollars. I'm willing to give to the podcast three dollars. Oh, so and- a suicide pact. <laughs> <laughs> now that you mention it, it does sound a bit like that. Okay, well, if I can't interest you in the in the dollar store steak challenge, maybe I will eat a dollar store steak and describe it to you so you two can continue to podcast. Are we going to have to communicate <laughs> with you with a Ouija board to find out? Probably. You know I'm going <laughs> to stick around. I'm going to haunt something. I'm going to haunt hopefully a topless bar, I guess, is where I'd want my soul to be that, That's where I'll spread your ashes at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> no, because someone we know will snort them off the bar. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I'll just sprinkle them in the ashtrays. <laughs> no, you know how much I hate smoking. <laughs> just, I'll rub them on dollar bills and then give those to the strippers. Oh, well, that's better. But come on, surely we can be more creative than that. Um. Mm, oh well, we'll have to stew on that one. I will make your at like your urn. It'll just be a stripper pole. Go on. And uh, we'll, me and Shards will go break a stripper pole so that they have to order a new one. Uh-huh. We'll make a storefront for one stripper pole uh-huh. at a great price, and they'll <laughs> have to buy it. And we will install you Ooh, as, install as, a stripper pole, as a stripper pole for the strippers, and you will eternally be getting free dances. I see it the other way. I will be eternally getting so close to getting laid. But never actually. (laughs) So like right now, like my entire life, like, man, you wouldn't believe this. I've eternally been a 16th of an inch away from the hottest vaginas on the planet. And I couldn't close the deal. That's me. Yes. In a nutshell. It's a good thought, though. Maybe we should just forget the stripper strip club idea with me and uh, just do what we normally do and flush them down the toilet. Now I'm wondering how many discarded ashes are there. Like. Someone's going to die having your ashes and then what happens to them? Based on just the people you know in your life and when someone dies, how divided and families get. Don't you think that probably 40% of people's ashes get flushed down the toilet? They go through the pleasantries. They'd have the funeral in the wake and then they get home and they go, you know what? Fuck him. He was an asshole. And it's over. I think I think a lot of people just flush their loved ones, quote unquote, ashes anyway. So I don't know that I want to haunt my toilet that way. (laughs) You're not going to be in your toilet. You're going to be taking a slow trip down to the street and then a slower trip down to uh, water processing. And then after that, (laughs) after that, you're in the landfill. But you'll be hanging out with a lot of nice people that nobody liked, you know. Yeah, on and death. Oh, that does sound like a direction I'm heading. I could see that. I could see that. Speaking of that, do you know what that's always growing at a water treatment plants where they take the poo out of the water? This is freaking hilarious. I've seen it probably 10 times from 10 different documentaries and shows and stuff. Tomatoes. Tomatoes. Tomato seeds. Tomato seeds are not digested by humans and they can withstand all of the abuse it takes to get from uh, your lips to the water treatment facility, which is a shit of a long way. No pun intended. So when they dry it out, the poo, and they dry it out the water treatment facility, there's there's tomatoes growing out of it. Every water treatment plant has tomatoes growing out of its pile. No shit. Look it up. Google it. It's a thing. Tomatoes. Poop tomatoes. Yeah, the and seeds then right survive. at the base of every plant is a bunch of corn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
it always shows up. <laughs> oh my God. That if you guys haven't listened to what was it? Welcome to 2023. Go back and listen to our first episode. Was it our first episode? Yeah. Where we shards shards devised his own festival. Mine sucked. Rob's was pretty cool. And I shards. think it might have been the second or third episode. Oh yeah, corn. There will be corn, but see, the corn doesn't <laughs> grow. The tomatoes. That's the moral of this story. I injected us all into the tomatoes grow. So even uh, in the worst landfill anywhere, there are poop tomatoes to be had. Delicious. Yummy. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna uh, get ready for micro wrestling, and Shard's gonna have to show me how to use the mics because I have zero technical ability. And we'll see how good it uh, six foot six idiot asking stupid questions to a three foot two character wrestler goes over. <laughs> I also plan to ask questions on the way in and the way out of the patrons. I'm sure the way out's going to be more fun when everyone's liquored up and seen little people flying around the sky in the ring. But that's my hope. And again, you're listening to the Glass Bottom podcast made up of 75 percenters. There is a small chance I could fail, but that's my promise to you is that I will try. Thank you. Mike's going to hand me the audio and it's going to be him asking one person a question and then just crickets (laughs) for the rest of the audio because he just won't do the rest. (laughs) (laughs) No, it'll be the, I'll hand you the audio. It'll be me going, yeah, I just want to eat pizza and have some drinks this Friday. I'm not going to micro wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) But in the off chance that I do, because I've promised it. Anytime I promise somebody something and anytime I commit to something, the odds of it happening go down. If I don't tell anybody <laughs> and I just keep it to myself, I'm pretty successful. So let's say I do get there. Rob, give me one question to ask a micro wrestler. Oh shit. Um, um, why you put me on the spot like that? Because that's <laughs> what we do. Shard, you're a you're a successful grappler of the uh, normal, not normal. That's terrible. God, Mike, why would you say that? Of the uh, of the tall stature variety, what would I ask a micro wrestler about uh, wrestling? Man, I don't have any questions. Okay, I'm trying to I think of start. something that's not uh, disparaging to their uh, size. I will start. How big is your tour bus? It's that simple, and. He'll probably point to a 12 passenger commuter van and be like, dude, it's huge. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Do you see where I'm going with this? Oh no. Um, You should just Austin powers and walk up to every single one and and ask if it's true that they're a tripod. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Or just ask him, Hey, you know what we're thinking? Is it true? And just hold the mic next to their mouth. <laughs> yeah, just see what they respond like, with. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Is it true? Okay. Can Is you it? really crack coconuts with your ass? Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, what was the other one I would ask? Uh, I had questions about their like how they uh, how they how they get assigned rooms at the hotel. Do they each get their own room, or you know, you can get probably eight per bed. If oh I my was, god if i was a promoter <laughs> it's a business rob it's a business you have to think of the bottom line so you know one motel six with a queen bed and that's the whole crew right except for you know the owner and the promoter and whatnot they deserve their own bed do they though i mean they deserve it but it's simple economics rob 
If the airlines make me stuff into a tiny ass seat with no leg room, certainly it's okay to have micro wrestlers stacked six to a bed. I think. Don't you? It makes me think of Willy Wonka. Yeah. I think another question would be, you know, only fans exists, right? Whoa. Should I ask that? No, just ask them what their only fans is. <laughs> Rob, if they had only fans, they wouldn't be in Cocoa Beach wrestling at a bar. Come on, man. How else are they going to promote it? All you have to do is somehow get on TikTok and say, I'm a, dwarf, I'm a little person who does kinky stuff and gets naked. Come to OnlyFans and then that's all you need to do. You don't need to be in Cocoa Beach jumping off the top rope and then telling people you have an OnlyFans. You just say on any social media platform that that's what you do and you have instant followers. Am I right? Is it me? Hello? Is this thing on? I think it is just you. God damn it. I think it is just me. I think it is. All right, guys. We got to get the hell up out of here. I got questions to write. And you should ask them if anyone me. has ever accidentally farted in their face. Mm. I can't ask them that because I have farted in many short people's faces <laughs> on elevators. <laughs> you know I'm gassy. Fat, fatty liver and all, I'm pretty gassy. But yes, I have... I have probably done that. So I would never ask him that because I'm, I'm guilty. I'm guilty of that. Well, it's been another great week. Thanks to all our listeners. Hit us up. Uh, Shards will read the information after the beep. And uh, I guess until next week, we'll slowly, quietly sneak out of here. What do you say? Oh, I got to I gotta do a shout out real quick because I told him I would. Hell yeah. Shout, shout him out. Shout out to Tiki. He knows who he is. Tiki Barber? Oh, no. Just okay. Tiki. Just Tiki. Hey, Tiki. Shout what out. Up? Shout out. Thanks for listening. All right. Any other words of wisdom, Rob? Wisdom is knowing she likes you. Intelligence is knowing she's your sister. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Good night, West Virginia. <laughs> you heard the show. Now go follow the show. Go find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Be a friend. Tell a friend. And subscribe anywhere you find your podcast. Catch you on the next one.